Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners and here we are once again on the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where today I'm joined uh, by a lady from London, UK called Veronica King and as with a couple of previous episodes we don't really know what we're going to talk about which makes it quite exciting. Uh, she's not strictly true when I say we don't know what we're talking about because we've uh, we've touched upon one or two contentious subjects off air so uh, Without further ado, Veronica, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, just to add a bit of um, substance to what I've just said about our off-air conversation, Veronica, um, mm-hmm. you're involved in community work and, uh, I mean, you're essentially a business coach and a business owner, but the mm-hmm. other side of your passion, isn't it? Is it true to say that you are... Um, you're involved very much in in the community and you see firsthand some of the issues that go off in today's society particularly with the young people yes particularly so do you know it's funny how history joins itself together um because you know some of the issues that we're having now we have faced them before um you know I i mean i know things like you know the current situation with knife crime that kind of is new we've never seen it on that level but, you know, the human being, we go through cycles, don't we, mm. you know, in, in life. And sometimes history repeats itself mm. for whatever reason, you yeah. know, it repeats itself. So, so some of the issues with community, you know, um, they've been around for a long time and we have on and off addressed them in different ways. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, as I said, I've been involved in community for a long time from when I was a, a young person. Um, you know, running youth clubs and, and you know, getting uh, involved with, um, you know, church leadership and its youth leadership in, in particular. And that's kind of been my genre. I mean, I worked in the community around the church so that, you know, all these things work sort of combined. Um, so I've always, you know, um, taken an interest of what's going on, particularly so with our young people. Um be, having been a, a youth worker for, for many years, you know, I've seen so many things that has happened to our young people. And the most recent, which I think has disadvantaged our young people so much, is the fact that, you know, policies, you know, by the government have taken away from them, um, you know, opportunities, especially opportunities to come together in the community and, you know, be together, you know. Mm-hmm. Youth, youth centres, you know, a lot of those have been closed. And because of that, I think it has a direct impact yeah. on what is happening today in our community. You know, so that's around the youth. I mean, around, you know, adults, I've worked mainly with, you know, there's a group that I, I run, you know, say in our church, and a lot of those people are elderly people. But what, what that is about is bringing them together in groups, you know, on a weekly basis, 
where they can, you know, we we talk about, um, you know, uh, meditate together, mm. worship together, you know. So 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 those are the areas in which I've mainly been working. But you know, um, the general community, and um, that's something that I'm really passionate about getting involved once more. You know, especially with with young people, because I think that's our future. The young people are our future, and we have to make sure that their future is secured in whatever way we do that. We have to find a way. And, you know, it's right across the board, uh, you know, and I know that our young people, you know, uh, you know, black, black young people tend to be um, hugely affected, Mm. you know, and, and now I know that there are things going on, um, you know, in the background to address that in terms of government policy, but also community itself, um, it is, is, you know, people in the community are now sort of rising up and looking at what's going on and looking to participate in a, in a really, um, you know, uh, um, um, a way that is going to be impactful. Mm. You know, I, 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 I'm in touch with somebody who's, who last weekend was talking about the knife crime in a, and it was in a forum that, you know, it was really, really, um, interesting because the forum itself was a forum where black businesses got together and they were showcasing you know hair and beauty but you know this gentleman got involved because he was involved in that area many years ago but he got involved and he did a talk at at this event about addressing you know what's happening in our community to Mm. to our our people and you know i know that i'm still gearing towards our people but the whole community thing itself it impacts on all of us it doesn't matter our race you know it doesn't matter where we come from whatever is happening in the community it impacts all of us Mm. so i am interested in what's going on generically not just with our people but with everyone yeah, you know, and getting in there and getting involved in what's going on, you know, to to change because we are the ones who have to make the change. Do you feel, Veronica? I mean, you know, you and I are us kind of similar age, so we we've, we've mm. seen, as you quite rightly alluded, to, we've seen a lot of changes over the decades. Yes, and and I absolutely agree with you. You know, there's nothing new. What things get recycled, they paint it a different colour, give it a different label, yeah. and all yeah. of a sudden we've got something new. Well, actually, yeah. we haven't. What we've got is something that, from my understanding, and I'm interested in mm. your views on this, Veronica, mm-hmm. but it co- it'll come from two sources. It'll come from yeah. either fear or it'll come from love. Yes. Yes. And it yes. is as Absolutely. simple as that. Mm. Absolutely. And when we talk, as we are doing now, or, or we, we're touching upon this knife crime epidemic in, in the UK... Mm. That, at the risk of stating the obvious, is obviously from a very, very fear-based origin. Yes, yes, Very yes. fear-based origin, yes. which is what, yes. speaking from our hearts as a as a new yeah. uh, revolution, evolution, mm-hmm. movement, mm-hmm. call it what you mm-hmm. want to call it, mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, the labels in many respects are irrelevant. Yeah. Um, but this, this whole way of re-educating yes. younger people to know that actually... Yes. Uh, somebody yeah. said to me that well, I, I love this conversation where 
we get embroiled in the three most important words in the world. And when I ask yes. that question, Veronica, people invariably say those immortal words, I love you. Yes. And say, okay, yeah, I can see why you'd say that. Uh, but there's our other, there are others like let it go, three mm-hmm. very powerful words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in a recent conversation, this is relevant to what we're talking about, these three words also cropped up. And it was so obvious, really, Veronica. Yeah. Who really cares? Cares. And, you know, when yeah. you talk to to young people particularly, and, yes. you, you know, you're kind of reaching out, trying to inspire and lift them mm. up and that, yeah. you know, you can see that glint there. But at the same mm-hmm. time, there's that kind of bigger part of them that says, yeah, but why should I bother? Because... Who really cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. You know, yes. And and that shows where we've got to, isn't it? Really, mm. in our in our in our journey as human beings, it, it shows, and as a society, it shows where we've got to. That we've got to a place where young people have no trusts in in adults, or, or and that's probably why they don't listen to what we are saying to them. Mm. You know. But I think you know, going back to love because love goes into caring yeah if you love you care yeah you know that is a natural by extension that happens so i think uh, what we really need, need to address now is love within families because everything starts with a family yeah yeah the love you feel inside your family it gives you confidence it gives you a new a perspective that other people need love. And so you want to spread that love to them because it starts, you feel it starts with you. And if you feel confident and comfortable with inside of yourself, then it's, it makes it easier for you then to dispense or then to offer or then to give love to somebody else. Absolutely. So the loving and the caring, they go hand in hand. You know, and and if people, if young people aren't feel loved, and probably you know, for them, they don't probably see it in the same way as adults see it. So we have to find a way to reassure them that yes, we love you, and it's not just saying it, mm. but we have to show it. We have to show how much and how do we love, how yeah. do we care. So these two things go together. And I, I totally get it when they say, well, who cares? Yeah. Because nobody showing them that, you know, in loving, we care for you. And that brings in an interesting point as well, Veronica, when you alluded to uh, the beginning of the conversation around, you know, the cutbacks, and which is obviously kind of, you know, by definition, political. And that's kind mm-hmm. of not the remit. I mean, you know, we could have a political debate, but uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure that would get quite, um, you know, yes. some strong views around that. So let's park that one for the time yeah, being. Yes, yes, um, yes. But when you look at the sort of basics of, you know, um, people just wanting to feel uh, part of it. And as you say, the whole uh, wanting to feel loved, and, and it's a basic kind of trait of human nature, well, of, yes of life, not just human yeah. nature, but life, that nurturing, yeah. that need, that sense of yes. belonging, that yes. almost yes. that tribe, if you will. Exactly. Um, because exactly. isn't that what speaking from our hearts is doing? It's creating a tribe 
a movement to say, this is what we stand for, this is what we stand against. And we stand for love, not in some kind of emotional, soppy way, but in a real practical, Yes, we do really care. And if we do, as a new movement that's growing rapidly, Mm -hmm. so does there's a a lot of people in, in this world that do as well. And I think it's our responsibility uh, as you, as you, yeah, again, Veronica, as you alluded to, to to show and nurture our young and show mm. them that actually don't pick the knife up. Or I have conversations with with colleagues in America around. Obviously, the knife becomes the gun. Yes, you know. Yes, but it's out of fear, and there is an alternative, and it is a conscious decision. It is. It is absolutely. And you see that that's what I'm talking about. When you feel confident and comfortable, there is that. That fear factor, even if it's there, it's very low level, you mm. know, because people are feeling that they're part of something, as you say, something bigger than themselves. Yeah. And that which is bigger than themselves is going to have a, an impact on the decision they make, some of the experiences they have, because they're coming from a place that, look, I'm not alone here. You mm. know, there's a whole um, community of people of others yeah yeah, that will support me and carry me along Mm. to where i need to get to you know so it it, so all of that sort of it 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 helps to diminish the fear factor yeah because you say a lot of things a lot of what we do what we believe is out of fear and you know what is fear you know somebody said fear is false evidence appearing real it's not a, you know, it's not a, it's not a tangible thing. Yeah. It's mm. just something that hits our mind. And if we allow it, it will take over. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we have to realize that and deal with it in a way that is going to help us to move forward as, as a community and as a people. And I think this brings and up. love. It's, yes, you know, I'm going to quote here, love conquers fear. Yeah, um, so simple, yeah. but so powerfully true. Yeah. 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 And I think, yeah, again, the responsibility is, is, uh, on us as, as seniors, as educators, as teachers, yeah. call, it, call it what you will, Veronica, is immense. And I think, but I do believe that we're on the verge of a breakthrough. I think we're yes. at a tipping yes. point now. Yes. Something yes. is happening in today's yes. world yes. and it's yes. happening for the better. Because I think collectively people's awareness is being raised and this kind of ignorant, fear-based, driven way of being. And, you know, Mm. and I include our young people in that as a a generalisation. But they're starting to ask questions and obviously social media being what it is. There's stuff out there, you know, like say when me and you were kids, you know, you wouldn't have, we wouldn't have dreamt of being privy to a conversation like this. It was like, no no way. Um, So there's this whole kind of other movement now. And obviously we've got Mm -hmm. people um, within the Speaking From Our Hearts movement that are experts on social media as well. So, you know, we're listening to what they're saying. We're being guided by that to embrace this collectiveness called our tribe, our global tribe. But that the whole point of that, really, Veronica, is just to say, look, we are in tune. You might think that, you know, because we're a lot older, we've never heard of things like sex or drugs or rock and roll. Because let me tell you, there's nothing new on the planet we have. You've just chose to give it a different name. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
absolutely absolutely and you know yes and you 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 you're quite right there is a movement going on and it's a slow one of those slow what you call a slow revolution it mm. is going on and you know it is going to it's going to happen it's going to really um come out it's going to break out on the surface and you know what those of us who are like yourself and myself have to do is do all that we can and i'm i'm you know i'm pleased to hear that you know you've got people who are you know social media expert which is great so we got to facilitate facilitate that so that pe- that movement you know it gets stronger and stronger and that you know when it actually break fo- break forward you know it will be so immense that it cannot be ignored yeah you know and and everyone will want to know even those people who are sitting on the fence will want to know more about it would want to contribute will want to be part of it and i think that's that's our main role at the moment to facilitate all of that yeah. so that it's able to come into into being so on this let me play devil's advocate for a moment veronica if mm-hmm. if if i may in terms of reaching out to our young people mm-hmm. we know from experience that there's a certain little thing called ego that we've got to get past first oh yeah <laughs> that, that thing called ego mm, only a, a, it's amazing isn't it a small three letter word how powerful it can be <laughs> just three simple letters in a, in the word ego yeah. but boy has he or she got a lot to answer for exactly, uh, exactly. and I speak from my own experience there by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so it's about finding ways isn't it to, to speak to you know if we're going to focus on our, our youth in a yeah. language that they understand, not in our yeah. in our uh, highfalutin technical That's or right. academic language or yeah. speak. Yeah. It's yeah. dumbing it right down yes. to a level that, and I say dumbing it down, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. No, 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 I know. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Because I'll give some context on that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously communicating in a way that it reaches their heart, because if yes. it doesn't reach their heart, it's just some kind the first gatekeeper being the mind which it'll be there and then it'll go yeah 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 and and you know whilst you were talking what i was thinking about you know is uh it would be great to be able to yes obviously we've got to speak their language and sometimes it's difficult for us well certainly for me i have to think very hard Mm. you know uh, you know what what's their language you know how do I reach them in a way that they can respond, they understand and can respond? Mm. And I think for that, we, we what we have to work hard at is getting young people on board because they understand the language. Mm. They know how to, they know which button to push because they are, you know, they're in that, you know, they're in that, that, that bracket, that group. And who better to communicate, you know, than a young person? So we, I know we have to work, we're going to have to work twice as hard because, you know, as you said, you know, the belief that, you know, we don't care anymore, you know, um, we have to, we have to get past that Mm -hmm. and then get them involved into, you know, being not necessarily this, but being ambassador for their, for their group, for their, you know, 
for, for their age you know we've got to we've got to do that and i think it's not going to be easy given where we are at the moment but i think that is part of the answer and as you mm -hmm. say yes we have to communicate communication is everything yeah. it doesn't matter what we feel if we cannot communicate what we feel then you know you know we, we won't get anywhere yeah. So, so that, as you say, and yes, the language is important. The language and the emotion behind the language, you know, making yourself understood, yeah. you know, in, in every way, you know, emotionally, you know, intellectually, making yourself understood. That is, that is going to be a challenge because of where we are and because we haven't got on board as yet as many young people as they should be. And that's interesting from a speaking from a heart's point of view, Veronica, and this is kind of literally in the moment as a result of this conversation that will be addressed immediately because it, it absolutely does. I mean, it's so obvious and so apparent. Yes. Um, yes. And sometimes I think when you, you know, you're trying to reach out and, and be, you know, create a, a global movement, yes. you know, you can be guilty of losing detail that's right. and that's vital detail so that will be you know yeah. that will yeah. be addressed immediately great. and needs to great. be yeah great Absolutely. so you've touched one or two times veronica on beliefs i want to dig down a bit um mm. a bit deeper before i go on to beliefs. so hold that thought i said mm. i'd share a couple of moments ago about this um making this bridge that we as teachers yeah. um I've, I've got that responsibility to create that bridge. And I've used this kind of example a few times in podcasts, but I think it's worth re repeating. Mm -hmm. And it's this. There are a lot, obviously, um, um, a lot of people doing powerful work yes. throughout the world. Yes. Now, within that, Veronica, they obviously... Um, particularly let me pick on consciousness just as one example yes so I've had some really in-depth conversations about consciousness mm -hmm. and the power that it brings to people's lives and I speak yes. from experience there yes uh, as one that's grown up on the streets mm -hmm. as one that's had <laughs> these dark challenges yeah and so I speak from a place of reality not some flowery beautiful place mm -hmm. Uh, you know, wouldn't life be good if it was that way? There's a couple of conversations that come to mind where people are doing radical life changing stuff around consciousness. Yeah. However, the language that is used there at that high level academic would be totally lost at what I call the coalface or the streets. Yeah. And what I believe part of our role is. Veronica, is to be that bridge so we can yes. filter that language down yes. Yes. and actually communicate yes. it in, in a way yeah. Yeah. That's that means something about. to the, the people yeah. that's receiving yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah. And, exactly you know, what I'm talking about. And I know we've focused on Jung, but actually this principle applies across the board, doesn't right. it? Across the board, across the board, yes, yeah. And I think that's a very important thing. So to get on board, say, young people as hearts ambassadors, for example, would mm -hmm. be because they can reinforce what they want that's to hear. Right. They can attune right. us to the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Um, because as, as young as we like to think we are, you know, that, and I really am dreading going to 22, but I suppose yeah, that day too. will come. <laughs> well, I thought, well, I thought your problem would be 18, Veronica, but still. Um, so, yeah, it, it's about it's about creating that bridge, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it has to be. And as you say, it's right across the board. Mm. And, you know, even thinking, you know, we have to take it to a very micro level, too, because mm. not only do we have young people, but we have young people of all race and language, yeah. you know, to, 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 to communicate to. So, you know, we, we it's a huge it's a huge thing that we really have to overcome communication because it has to be, as you said, right across the board, regardless of age, nationality, background, whatever, you have to be able to communicate to everyone in a way that they're going to understand and take on board. Mm. You know, um, that that is absolutely, you know, a huge, a huge thing, a huge task that we will have to take on and, and fulfill. Absolutely. So with beliefs then, Veronica, I mean, I mm -hmm. think part of this education process, education is not the right word, but this this reawakening process of, yeah. of, you know, and I will use the word educating because I think it's just a simple yes. word that, you yeah. know, probably yeah. people yeah. understand and I certainly understand it in this context. I don't think it's quite the right word, but it will, for the purpose of communication, mm -hmm. it, I think it's more than adequate. But this whole education about what beliefs really are, and you quoted earlier yeah. on this, this very simplistic truth, in, in yeah. my humble opinion, about what beliefs really are. Do, do you want to just repeat that, Veronica? Because I think it was so powerful. Yes, it is about truth. And, you know, on, on, on one level, um, everyone have their own truth, if you like. Yeah. Mm. And everyone see truth in a different way. However, there is a general and universal truth which we have to think about. And, you know, we, we could... You know, I am a religious person and I have religious beliefs, but I know not everyone is. There are people who have beliefs that are not necessarily um, religious beliefs or Christian beliefs, but they, you know, they resonate together. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. truth and justice, all those things, you know, which is which are universal. We believe them. Um, but, you know, there's so many things that are you know, that are there and they're truths because they're there and there is, you cannot change it. Yeah. Truths are unchangeable because it speaks in the moment. It addresses what is there and take from it something that helps us to learn. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the universal truth. You, you, you see what is happening and it's, and it has to do with reality as well. You know, we have to deal with reality, the reality of the situations that we confront, because that is part of our truth. Yeah, it's happening in front of us. It's not something that, you know, we are taking from somewhere else, but it's it's manifesting itself. So, so those are truths that we cannot sidestep. You know, we cannot move away from them because they're there in front of us. Mm. At this point, I usually open up the conversation, Veronica, around um, this see to believe or believe to see. Yeah. And I like to ask people, which one do they believe is true? <laughs> so do you 
see you've got to see it first before you believe it which i think accounts for it's not an exact science but certainly the vast majority of the world's population i think figures have been banded around 95 percent or i don't know how they derive that figure but (laughs) i don't know know what the current figures are either but it's it's certainly in the vast majority yeah yeah um yeah as opposed to the other and this brings in i think this is the epitome of faith do yes. we believe yes. to see? To see, that's right. And so you do have you do have the two. It's a dichotomy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Really. So yeah. so you you scientifically yes you see and then believe, but in terms of faith you believe and then you know it's a manifestation, isn't it, of a belief? That's yeah. what faith is. Yeah. Um, and whereas, yeah, you know, with, in all debates. Um, <laughs> if debate is the right word, Veronica, there's usually that sort of rationale that the answer usually lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> as a generalisation. <laughs> However, on this this instance, and I was challenged by um, a gentleman called Jim Britt, who was Tony Robbins's coach, and I asked him the same question. Yes. Jim, which one's true? Is it see to believe or believe to see? And the wily old sage mm, mm-hmm. didn't uh-huh. commit himself. And, and this was this was genius, bless him. What do you think, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, Jim, I'm asking you. Mm, what do you think, Paul? I thought, okay, I've got the message. I'm not sure. And he said, mm, maybe you're right not to be sure. Because isn't yeah. it that beliefs are just temporary stepping stones and neither actually is true. They believe to see or the see to believe because they are yeah. beliefs. They are beliefs. They are beliefs. They are be- and that's one of those truths again, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You know, yeah. playing itself out in front of our eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, you know, it depends on where you're coming from. It does. It really does. Um, because, you know, as I said, we're humans. We have different take and different things. So mm. it does. It does. And that's why nobody can answer that question because mm. you you might you know you're asking me the question, and you might have the you know have the belief that you see to believe, whereas I believe to see, mm. you know. So that is somewhere in the middle, as you say, you know. And yeah, yeah, we're kind of not quite on pole position, but <laughs> we're <laughs> at the opposite end of things, and we have to meet somewhere in the middle, you know. Yeah. And I yeah. think that middle, that proverbial middle that you refer to there, um, Veronica, is actually called consciousness. Consciousness, yes. Which actually brings it to my ABC model. And the uh-huh. A is awareness, which obviously is another word for consciousness. So yes. the starting point for anything and everything we do in life is awareness because yes. we don't yes. know what we don't know. That's right, yeah. Or maybe we don't know. Now we know what we don't know. And, you know, the conscious, unconscious model and, and yes, all that yes. stuff. But, yeah, yeah. you know, the starting point for anything is what are we aware of at this moment in time? In time, yeah. Because that will influence our beliefs. So Absolutely. awareness, beliefs. So when I, when I personally believe, here's a belief, yeah. in a yeah. world where there are no beliefs. Yeah. Here's a label, a belief, call it what you will, that... Mastering life is as simple as ABC. Awareness. Where are we now? What's our starting point? Mm-hmm. What's the belief around where we are now? What is yes. that? Yeah. And there's this is the real, the crux of the matter, the C for creativity. 
Yeah. How can I change that situation? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, if my level of awareness in anything is particularly low and I haven't got those tools, I'm going to be struggling to change it. And if I struggle yes. to change it, I'm going to keep getting the same results. Yes. yes. By working with elder people, people that are, elder's not the right word, but with people that have a different perspective on life, mm-hmm. a more creative awareness, mm-hmm. yeah. teachers in this yeah. context, mm-hmm. maybe as teachers we can say to to people, not telling them what to see, but maybe if you look over there, you might find something. Yes. And gently nurturing and guiding them down an alternative mm-hmm. path, never yeah. dictating, never asserting, but just... Because this this is saying out there, is there not, Veronica, that a good teacher will encourage you to look somewhere but not tell you what to see. Yeah. Yes. And it's about that you talk about us raising awareness, isn't it? Mm. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you raise the awareness that, yes, there may be something over there. Yeah. You know, and you're here at the moment. But, you know, why not look over there and see if there is something different going on? There is something that is going to help you on that path, that journey that you're on right now. Mm. You know, you have to, you know, it, it's... Some people say, look outside yourself. You have to look, you know, look outside the box, you know, and, and, you know, yeah, not being blinkered, but being prepared to raise your awareness or your, let's say, emotional intelligence, they call it. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. And keeping the language really simple because, you know, I fervently embrace personally that life is a very, very simple game. Yeah, you know, we our ego, our mind <laughs> complicates it massively through yeah. fear. So when we yes. use that example, Veronica, of inspiring people to look elsewhere, maybe it's a simple black and white choice of, or polarized choice is probably a better description to say, mm-hmm. okay, on the one hand, you can look there where you're presently mm-hmm. focusing, and that's mm-hmm. called fear. Mm-hmm. But maybe, just maybe, if you look, at the other end of the scale, you've got something mm-hmm. called love. Have you tried that, by yes, the way? Yes, it's yes. It's a simple choice. They're two opposing, yeah. Mm, yeah. They're two opposing things, aren't they? Yeah. You know, and as you said, they're on different part of the spectrum. Absolutely. And you then choose. You then choose. That's where your your power of choice comes in, isn't it? You, mm. you choose. And, and it's difficult for some people. You know, it's not easy for all of us. And, you know, I'm not, I don't want to simply you know, make it sound simple because it's not. Uh, but you, you know, ultimately you have to choose which one. What makes it simple though, Veronica, or simpler? What will make it so assume, you know, there's a host of young people listening to this. Um, mm-hmm. And by the way, for our younger listeners particularly, but obviously listeners in general as well, mm-hmm. hold us as teachers accountable, particularly on this podcast. Let us know your thoughts around this this conversation. Yeah. Let's spark yeah. this debate. We yes. need this feedback. We want to know. We do care. Mm. But just to sort of flip back, uh, Veronica, to what you said about it not being simple, I want to challenge that if I can because I think it is. And I think it becomes simple because teachers like me and you actually yes. show yeah. the way forward yeah. rather than, yeah. Yeah. well... So that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. read this book or... Go on the internet, you'll find the answers. Well, no, you won't, because the internet won't put its arm around your shoulder, buy you a cup of tea or what have you. Exactly, exactly. 
and it's with the support and encouragement you know of, of those people that will simplify it for you because you know yes and and when i when i said it's not you know it's not simple i mean the choice itself might not be simple but actually mm. once you make the choice then you realize that oh what was i worrying about you know it's not mm. it's not difficult at all you know it's simple and but because you've been assisted you've been helped along in love and care and all the rest of it you know yeah. you, you you make the right choice if i was to say to you veronica i always ask this i love this question because uh, it, it it extracts so many varied answers of which there is not one that's right or one that's wrong uh, because it's very individual mm. um very individually focused but if i was to say to you what if you had one and i know from our conversations that you've got more than many but if if i had to kind of say right one key message mm -hmm. from yourself to the world what would it be that we're all here together and we can help each other if we choose to excellent fantastic and i want to ask you another question veronica and that is, and I want to try and tie you in, if I can, on this, metaphorically speaking, mm -hmm. to a minute. I mean, that was a very concise, bang, on-point answer. If you can adopt that same kind of focus when answering this question, and it's this. What does speaking from your heart mean to you? It means digging deep inside of me, bringing bringing, you know, in to communication or, you know, bringing into force my experiences and where it's led me, um, how I experience other people, where that's led me, what I've learned throughout my life, not just, you know, book learning, but what I've learned from others and what I've observed in the world, you know, uh, around us, which is, you know, it's huge, it's interesting, it's exciting. Um, you know, I, I would not be on any other journey because, you know, and I just love people, you know, I, I love being with them, talking with them, you know, uh, and just being, you know, yeah. Superb. Veronica, thank you very much for the, the time and the focus and the shares that um, that you've given us on this podcast episode. And, uh, you know, no apologies really for, for reinforcing and repeating that, uh, particularly to our younger listeners, reach yes. out. We really do want and need to hear from you about help, help us to help you, help yeah. us to make a difference yeah. by, yeah. you know, helping you make a difference. Yeah. So, um so how can people get in touch with you, Veronica, if they want to find out more about who you are, what well, you're I'm, doing? I'm on social media. I am on Twitter at Veronica M. King. I am on Facebook, um, at, again, Veronica King EDS. And, you know, I, I there you'll find all of my other, uh, you know, um, contact details. And also on LinkedIn, which probably is a good place to go, actually. Superb. Thank you. Veronica, thank you once again. 
thank you. <laughs> it was, uh, yes, really um, enjoyed our talk. And thank you to the listeners for being part of this podcast episode. And, and as you know, as we draw to a close, I just want to leave you with one, one very powerful thought of my own. And it's this. Remember, no matter what you do in life, always walk your path with heart. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success. <laughs>